0: This is a real-life, real-time business adventure.
1: With two people from completely different worlds with a very big idea.
0: Meet Steve. He's fresh from the corporate world. A seasoned technology and people leader who's jumped heart first into the crazy world of being an entrepreneur.
1: Then there's Emma, who's never been employed in her life. She spends most of her time proving the point that you can be a successful grown-up without taking yourself too seriously.
0: Together, they're brave enough to believe they can disrupt the mindset of millions. Starting with nothing but a big vision, the rest they'll figure out as they go along.
1: Ready, steady,
0: shit!
1: Welcome to episode three. This week we're building on our why, what, and who as we start discussing our primary goals. Let's jump in.
0: What's the main thing you want to talk about today?
1: Well, I, you know, just like you, I didn't have a um, a big structured plan, Emma. I wanted to see what came up, and I'm really interested to hear about um, the the primary goals. I think that's a, that would be an interesting one to talk about. You've written something down today. I've got a few ideas maybe not written down this morning, but that would be a good one to talk about. What have you got down?
0: Well, again I I'd, I'd written the word primary goals, but there were no actual goals underneath it. So we but can do it now. that's a good that's a good starting point because mm. that's a as a good point with as um it you know I've got three main projects on the table this being one of them and a couple more and um to keep everything rolling forward in a nice easy way without getting overwhelmed which could be quite an easy thing to do if I suddenly thought shit I've got to do xyz I, I just choose these say primary goals within each to reach within a agreed deadline which I mean I think as madly creative as I am nothing would ever come to a point if I didn't have a a boundary around it which is obviously I love it when I get called say by Sony to um, write another song for one of their albums for children which is something that I love to do and that's almost like a secret little part of my professional world they say so yeah we need a song about a flea and I'm like okay and obviously I know the age range I specialize in songs for under fives which suits me very well and then I said when do you need it by Oh, that'd be great to have that one in say by next Wednesday so I know I've got space to lean into the creativity and the process and and just go with it but I also will give myself a, a deadline before their deadline to make sure that I'm not stressing at the last minute and still trying to pull a song up, out about a flea out of nowhere. But you know what? Talking really randomly this morning, because I think that's where we're at, Then there's only about the rain here in Mallorca, um, I would take myself for a walk with my notepad, um, normally up to the mountains or somewhere nice and peaceful. Nice. And just get in the mindset of what a flea Things like, how does it feel if you're a flea? Um, and then that's where my my songs come together. And then I would normally do things way before the deadline I've been given by a client, because that keeps things nice and light on my side. And I'll I'll kind of make that a priority in my schedule of that week. So talking about ready, steady, shit in our summit, our mind, our mindset revolution that we are working towards, and it's the whole purpose of you, me, and, and what we're doing here. I say primary goals to get this a little bit more out of ideas phase into starting to ground it in reality. We say, I believe that fixing a date for our summit is going to really, um, then we can work backwards from that with all the things, all the components that we need to pull into place. Now, before we actually finalise a date, I think we need to bring in our virtual event expert, Paul Cook, and have a conversation with him. He's away having a fabulous time in the Maldives for a week at the moment, but when he's back, we I'd like to get him maybe... He's even, no, I'm just thinking, if you've got time to do one before Christmas, but to get Paul, who's going to really provide us a structure for all of the elements that we need to consider to pull off what we need to do. Now, I'm a visionary and I can literally feel my way into any vision and imagine the kind of people that we need at each place and and but to really detail it down and, and get really hard hard decisions made as in okay definitively I think Paul is Paul will be the man who gives us the structure so I don't feel that there's anything else that we can confirm until we've got him on for a chat so ideally he needs to be one of our next chats we can talk about beautiful stuff all day long but getting us one step closer to our goal becoming a reality because obviously we're working backwards there needs to be People need to book it out. We need sponsors. We need speakers. We need to figure out the ticket sales. Now, we originally started this conversation by wanting to do our summit in real life, which we've decided at this stage that we would rather keep it virtual only to give us a accessibility internationally for all of our speakers, all of our attendees And all of our followers, we're not cutting anyone out of the equation. It's a really nice way to think of it. It's very inclusive. And also, it takes away a little bit of the stress of the in-person as well, because obviously, Paul Cook's coming to be our advisor on this part, because he specializes in live events and virtual events. And his experience is producing a virtual event is actually even more difficult with more Mm. detail than the live event itself. And he tends to do things with it from the angle of producing a TV show from okay. production values. So there's going to be a lot we're going to learn, and there's going to be a lot of questions that are going to come up when we get Paul in the studio.
1: So how is that going to work? Um I know we've got lots of decisions to make before we can start to really nail this down, but I'm just curious about the, the speakers. Will they be in one location with us, or will they be in their own remote locations and delivering mm-hmm. their – their messages well, from their is, own location.
0: This is, this is what Paul will answer because, mm. like you, I've never actually pulled off a virtual event before, which is why this is so ready, steady shit for yeah. both of us. But this is why with any project I invent or want to work on or be involved with, however crazy and um, out of this world the the goal is, It's people that are experts in what we're trying to do. So we bring in the best people in the industry to support us, to make our vision happen, to help Mm -hmm. us, to make sure that we... So that's why I think it's a really comforting thing. Some people have massive ideas, but no idea how to ground them in reality. But as long as you can hold on passionately and strongly enough about the feeling of the thing that you want to create at the end in your in, in in your mind and in your heart, somebody else could be able to bring that into reality by walking you through it because they're an expert in that bit. But we started not sweating the details because if we'd started thinking about this part at the beginning, pretty sure we wouldn't have got started. We'd have gone, oh, I don't know that. You don't know that. What were we even thinking?
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, absolutely. We,
0: it's really important for us at every stage to remember that feeling that we have about the end Goal and the impact that we know by doing this the way we want to do it, we can have on so many people.
1: So back to our end goals, then Emma. So our end goals and what we want, the impact we want to leave with people. Um, let's talk a bit about that because that's something we do know, isn't it? Something we haven't got to. We haven't got to wait for Paul to um, join us to help us shape the actual. And this
0: event. is exactly, but this is the part that you and I need to really hold on to and make sure we're so aligned with this vision um all the way through and there's going to be things that potentially knock us off that get a bit complicated along the way we might not you know what i mean we there's there's variables in every situation and there's things that are out of everyone's control all the time but i think it's how well we're able to sail through all of the uncertainties and what helps you sail through without getting too knocked sideways is this feeling and the belief and the positivity and the vision about how this looks. So why did this even become a thing for me personally? I think I mentioned it before, being obsessed with personal development and personal growth. I was always curious about it, but didn't really manage to dive in deeply until I left my husband four years ago. And that was a really big opener and a great opportunity. And I realized how I changed in so many ways through the things I'd learned, the people I'd listened to, the finding unbelievable people. And you open one door and you discover someone else. And then yeah. you find all these different people really talking to you in, in a way that makes sense for the first time. And I find you go through stages that you almost outgrow some messages I know from the beginning, from my earlier days of discovering, it is interesting that I say certain people just land beautifully and it's exactly who you want to be listening to at different stages. And then you say you kind of outgrow them as you do level up in your understanding and your awareness. And you really feel like, and then someone else makes sense to you. But it's quite a kind of, what would I say? potluck really because it's not there's no one person who's handing you the next person that you should be listening to or kind of the continuation is more accidental than deliberate in the sense that we start reading something someone recommends you something and you kind of find all these people and all these messages influencing you in a really positive way and you're as you grow like we said different people land differently to you and then somebody that you would have maybe obsessed with six months ago just doesn't quite hit the mark anymore and there's something else that you're drawn to and then you start and it is kind of an accidental discovery I think of and then obviously the algorithm on your social media things you're liking you start to get fed more things that you're liking that's more in line um but I would like to make it less accidental and bringing people who are talking, people who I've found to be uh, with in- incredible messages to cover all the different stages wherever people are at. Because I think as we evolve, there would potentially be different layers of a summit for what stage you're at. For example, you it's not one size fits all for everybody. But there's some people who are just landing messages in the right way that they do have a really broad appeal. And so then the next stage in my thinking was, imagine if I could bring all of those amazing thought leaders and the people with the really original ideas and the really original thinkers um, into one place and host them in an incredible um, environment um, and atmosphere. Creating experiences is something I've got lots of years of Experience for doing. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I adore. I can feel my way into the how do I want people to feel at each point and what impact do I want them to have? And so that's where, and that's, does that sound still a bit loose to you? Are you getting the gist?
1: Yeah, no, that it's, I'm getting the gist, I think it's flowing really, really nicely. I loved the the talk, the, the way in which you introduced the idea that as you grow and develop, you go through different levels. So it's important that we get speakers who can speak. To people at different stages i really buy into that idea i'm i'm less certain at the moment about how we will create that immersive experience in an online event you know when we first started talking the thing that felt it was quite easy for me to visualize an amazing um space in mallorca because mallorca is very magical and close to my heart as you know as it is to you so i know the energy of the island so that's good now that's not saying i'm i don't agree with it it's more i'm i'm really curious to know how do we create that same level of energy on and on. I know.
0: And and also me too, being the feely, Mm. feely person.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not dismissing the fact that this won't be a live event as well as a virtual event. I think my, my thinking is lightening the pressure for us at the moment. Now, as you know, I had the dream of holding this in an incredible villa up in the mountains in the north of Mallorca, and I've been to see it. Mm. I said it's got a H for happy helicopter pad, which is just brilliant. Now, within that space, we'd be limited to about 80 people live. I think I did a rough uh, space check when I went to visit the space, and obviously we know what we'd be looking at to hire it for a week. And we've even had their availability sent through. So there's nothing to say... That, that won't be able to happen. I think I wanted to give us the option of being either or or both and seeing how strong and how ready we feel to step into both. And when the numbers are on the table and we know what obligations we've got, are we committed and ready and feeling in a good space to pull this off? Are we going to go into this? Because obviously this is where there becomes more risk involved. We're We're talking, we're going to have Large deposits. We're going to have. Da, 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 we have a, an obligation to deliver at this point, and I want to be. I think this is this is still something I gets me really excited to think of the live thing because this brings it all into everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is something that once we we talk to Paul and we understand more of the things that we need to consider, and we look at dates because I think the date is very important for feeling like we've got enough time but not too much time because we need to have a realistic deadline so we can obviously sell enough tickets do enough marketing get the awareness out there we don't we that's something you can't rush you can't rush awareness on a brand new project
1: definitely and that's what I quite do like about the virtual event in a way is that everything we do all of the actions we take to prepare for the event, in a way, like I agree that we need a date to to really focus our minds. However, it's a little bit more fluid, a bit bit more movable. If, let's like, say, we, we find that it grows massively, you know, and we're therefore like people are demanding it before we're before the date we set, we could bring it forward. It's just as much as we could push it back. Whereas with a live event. We've fixed a particular date because it's very much around the availability of the venue, right? And we have a large
0: cost associated, especially with the venue that we want, because we want somewhere that's super almost dream like aspiring, aspirational, just and it's got amazing facilities to sleep. There's special guest speakers, they'd be like in the lap of luxury with a private chef and like a lot of comfort around them to for them to be in the best condition to deliver the best of what they're going to bring
1: so for me i think the key is how we create that experience that you spoke of and that i sign up to and agree so much that's everything that's what people remember years after the event way more than even the messages and the lessons as they've leveled up and they've forgotten the messages that feeling that experience is what they will remember so that's the key for me is how do we make that happen in a virtual event
0: this is this is something that I'm not sure about either. And this is this is the feeling Exciting. of that. I know. And if we feel that being purely virtual, if we can't tangibly grasp that the confidence that uh, we can lure them in to this experience in a way that, like you said, has a lingering effect on them for a long time, way past the messages. I don't know. I haven't personally been to an online event that's blown my mind because I haven't actually been to that many uh, myself, but this is the way the world is going. And if we want to do this beautifully, which is why we're bringing in Paul, who has the experience in both. Now, if we genuinely couldn't grasp that, then we need to stick to our belief of this is going to be live and virtual. So, you, I I know when something's feeling right to me because it kind of the whole message sings and it kind of feels right. It's like when I'm writing a song. I just know when it, damn it, that's it. That's 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 it. I can I can feel it is a thing. Whereas I know if we're missing a uh, a, a part or a component that isn't quite falling into place with me, then I'll know that we need to do more and think harder about it. So this is very much our primary goals. are establishing what end result we are heading towards, what we want, what experience we want for people to be able to share these amazing speakers along the way. And, I mean, what's a really funny thing is what's growing all around this project. So... Since we've been talking and we've been pulling the threads of what we want to do together, getting to know each other better and, and discovering how the rhythms of how each of us work and and that's been um a beautiful and important part in itself. But what happened? So I've in the in the time we've been talking, I've accidentally launched another brand, which as a that fell into my lap with the idea when um we were I was thinking about the kind of speakers that I wanted to bring in it wasn't the obvious headline acts that everybody knows their messages they're obviously touring on repeat. It was the people that i'd seen with beautiful messages that were landing really well that didn't necessarily have such a big platform and I thought a we're likely more likely to be able to get these people for us within our availability because the others booked out two, three years in advance. It's the people that are kind of on their way up. And then I thought, well, it'd be really nice to really work with these people and bring out the best of them as a speaker and get them. Cause obviously from my performance background, working um, in and around presentation and speaking, sp- something I've done for many years. And then Somebody else asked me how they should get more speaker bookings, someone that we both know. And I said, Well, I actually think I should start an agency. So the original Thinkers Club, Speakers Agency and Academy was actually born during this process, which again, I've got interviews over the next month with about 15 speakers who've been recommended to me who I've found who were going to be the first people invited in to be in this club out of this, there's definite potentials that we would love to talk to for our summit. So, and I think who ends up speaking on the summit, it's going to be a matter of um, different things from availability, accessibility, all the rest of it. And and we will have almost some key messages and some key components that we want to cover. We discussed those kind of pillars. If we were going to do one or two days, having in, say, a maximum eight speakers over the two days, what would be the most important messages that we would want to cover to give everyone as mind-blowing and heart-opening experience as possible?
1: I've just been writing down, as you've been talking, Emma, about um, back-to-end goals, basically. I think that the topics are important for sure the end goals is where it starts for me. The end goal of we want the feelings to linger long after the event is I think paramount. I think that's number one. You know, that's, that there's a North star to use a corporate phrase. It's something that if if we are not in line with that, then we're failing on our own personal mission. North star
0: is actually a very beautiful corporate phrase. Mm, Actually, isn't it? That's, I quite like, I like that um, description. And and I think that you've hit the nail on the head, and and it is you remember you don't remember what people said to you or why they said it, but you remember how they fit they made you feel in that moment. Definitely,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think that that's um, that's number one. I think um, having one or two days as a as a rough rough plan is a, is a good show. I think eight speakers feels like it's about right. One of the messages I guess that's key for me is the mindset or the beliefs that we need to take in order to step into the world that we really want to to get for ourselves in the corporate world. There's this kind of this unwritten um, sort of message really that, you know, It's all about incremental improvements, slowly but steady. Don't take too many risks, you know, get your annual pay rise, do the right things, play the political game, know who you need to know to get what you want out of of your career, but never take a step backwards. Just always keep incrementally moving forwards. And that's the path towards a safe and happy life. Safe. But it doesn't lead to happiness. That's why so many people, I I believe at my age and in my stage of of the corporate world, burn out and then just have a midlife crisis because they just don't know how they got to this point in their life. This wasn't the deal. I was supposed to be happy by now. You know, so I think back to the, the key point, the mindset shift is critical. We've got to change the idea of, you know, fulfillment and happiness doesn't come from a linear life not for everybody that might be great for a lot of people but the people that we want to speak to are the ones who think this isn't quite what it was supposed to be
0: so this though you're you're so right and um also I spend a lot of time in my head in the mountains in our beautiful very um charming house and in kind of not solitude but in a really peaceful environment just creating and making stuff happen and obviously engaging with people online and via video calls and everything. But when I go out into the real world and interact with people and engage, that's where really strong stuff happens. And that's where I feel I get a lot of traction, a lot more bang for my buck, even more. Like just being in... So I think it's um, quite an important thing to balance it out, which is why there's a lot of socializing coming up next weekend, but actually really valuable, good... Stuff with really exciting people in in different worlds. We're getting to know so many awesome people on this island now, and everything's relationships. And you really are impacted yeah. so much, aren't you, by the people you hang around with, the people in the people you have in conversations with?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. They say, don't they, that um, you are the sum total of the five people you spend the most time with. I think that that's means
0: I must be half cat. Because the amount of time I spend <laughs> with my cat is rather disturbing, but a very cool cat it is too. <laughs> but no, I, it is. It is so important. And again, Steve, this is what I love about our our weekly commitment to to making our mindset revolution happen because we're revolutionizing our own mindsets as we go through the process Definitely. and what is interesting is how we make the messaging hit as many people as possible to have maximum impact because you don't know. I think this is like a scrolling scale. I think Abraham Hicks has almost done like a scale of where you are on the chart of understanding awareness or the rest of it. And because I don't think you're almost not aware enough to know really where you are. And I don't even like the thought of even putting myself on a chart and i also that's
1: really interesting sorry emma to just think about that because that's you're right maybe you're right maybe we are only aware of the levels that we have left behind because those are the ones that are in our kind of rear view mirror you know and maybe that's part of our challenge because the mindset we need to 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 give to ourselves as much as the the message in the in the mindset revolution is we've got to have faith that that bit that's in front of us that we can't see it is there and we are moving in the right direction
0: we need to just to trust that Trust. I think when you do look back and join the dots, that's when you get a clear, um, you, you get a buzz out of your own growth and your own, oh, my God, I'm so different to that person then. And, and I hang around with such different people and the influences in my life and, and the stuff that I've managed to do. You get really proud of yourself. And I think we need to give ourselves mm. pats on the back to – kind of appreciate how far we've come but it's also about being so confident with where we're at now and I think it's a very unnerving feeling to get too hung up on the past or also too hung up on the future and really being able to breathe into the today and doing know that today we're giving the best versions of ourselves we can and we're still staying in joyful anticipation for what's to come (laughs)
1: that's perfect so exciting you've been listening to emma boardman and steve maxwell on the ready steady shit podcast by sharing our journey we want to show that anyone including you can achieve their dreams thanks for listening and we look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of Ready, ready steady shit